What's up, everyone? If you were wondering how I've done this podcast, it's based off the Anchor. All you have to do is unload the Anchor app. And even better, guys, it's free. You could also possibly be getting paid to do this. I mean, all you got to do is just download the app. Speak your mind. If you ever dreamed of making a podcast or just anything, let your voice be heard. You can also be known on Spotify, Apple, or anything download. Just go on the Anchor app. What's up, everyone? Thank y'all for joining me with Buzzing with Marlo. I am Warren Marlo. Ladies and gentlemen, when you hear the voice, you know what it is. It's almost Friday. It is almost the day to tell that week that you have had, regardless if it was good, bad, or whatever. Goodbye. Like, it's almost gone. It's about to be the weekend. And obviously, now that the fall weather is here, which I'm more of a summer guy, um... But fall weather's here, the breeze is in the air, might be a little chilly at some times, but guess what? It's not scorching hot that everybody's been complaining about for the longest time. So, I mean, can't beat it. Just in, I mean, it's, yeah. But I hope everyone's having a good day. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Let's just start it out like we need to go. Today, I am joined with Superhero Complex's own, uh... Jonathan Credibolis, aka Spider Man. I know I probably said his last name wrong, and I totally feel bad about it. But I just call him Spider Man on the field, but or JC. But man, I'm gonna enjoy having this conversation with Jonathan today. We are gonna have a blast talking. We talk about football. We talk about what got him to go in it, and and the most important thing, we talk about the what. Who is Jonathan outside of the field of football? And man, let me tell you, it got back to talking about football a lot quicker because that's just how Jonathan is. Jonathan is passionate about this game. And man, it was such a good time. It was fun. Obviously, knowing that me and him play the same position in flag football is even cooler to find out. He's had more knowledge on it than I have in some ways. But man, it's so cool just to... Just pick his brain on some things and just, it's a great chat. So when we come back from talking about the sponsors and all this nice stuff we got going, we'll be talking to Jonathan. I'm joined with Jonathan. How you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing all right, man. It's it's the weekend. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know we both got a very big anticipated weekend coming up for both of us. Yes, uh, sir. I want to know, what what is your reaction on what Savion and Zachary Bird said on the podcast? Um, I, I did get a chance to listen to it. Um, they had us, if I'm not mistaken, going to the ship in fives. They had us beating real nasty which uh, in fours tomorrow, which Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be a tough game we look forward to because we just came back from Godby's tournament real nasty, really punched us in the mouth and they beat us by 25 plus. And then we came back in the first, we we were the last seed in the first round of the playoffs and we ended up beating real nasty. We almost skunked them. We almost 28-0 them. And then they started to make some plays to come back, but we, we handled our business the second go around, so this is going to be probably the most interesting matchup that I've had in a while. Mm-hmm. I agree with y'all on that. Uh, I know we we both both our teams had some pretty uh, uh, sickening feelings for that tournament from Godby. Uh, 
I still just I, – I know you've seen my post on Facebook. It's not to be a sore loser or bitter. It's just I did not like how it ended. Uh, I usually go, yes, good game. Y'all earned it. Y'all won. But, man, just that call just uh, – it, it's a sickening feeling because it uh, – we, we barely lost the two games in that tournament, and then we go and beat Blueprint. I knew Blueprint was probably the big anticipated team. Andre stacked that team from I, – I can't even imagine on it. And um, we came out of there, beat them, and then we go to play Apex and lose by basically a point. It's just oh, – it, it's it's just a sickening feeling for – but, I mean, congrats to Felix and them. I know – they they worked their butts off for it, but dang, I did not want to lose that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you guys, Voodoo and us, we all have our feelings about that. We ended up playing Apex in the championship, and we actually had two people. Um, well, one person mm-hmm. quit on us, and then the other left and was was injured, so he couldn't yeah. come back. So we were down two men, and literally the entire oh. team except for our quarterback was cramping. So we we want our revenge for sure. Oh no doubt. Um, I know they got us playing Sunday. They projected us to play on Sunday, and I just want to inform you, the whole team is back. <laughs> oh yeah, you got Jamie and Sydney. Oh yeah, the team is back. So they gave me the clearance right now, and they're they're ready to play. So we're gonna we're gonna have a good time. And I always love playing against y'all guys. Y'all are most. I, I love the trash talking from TJ, and man, I just love watching how me and you will go back and forth on playing the Russian game, because I'm telling you, dude, I never played decent, ever, ever, and then until I started playing flag football, and I I don't want to play offense now. That's even the crazier part. <laughs> Like I love playing rusher now. It's it's crazy to believe it, but um, I know you from Spider Man on Superhero Complex. But how? Talk about the Jonathan that's outside of football. Man, Jonathan outside of football. I'm kind of the same dude that I am on the field for the most part. The people that are close to me and know me know that you know I trash talk a lot, but it's all in good fun when I'm on the field. I turn it up a little bit, and I uh. Especially when, when we go like out of town, I definitely mess people up with my trash talk. But I'm I'm pretty humble. I'm chill. I'm relaxed. I'm a I'm a father now of a one year old. I'm a family man, and I just kind of hang out in the same circle. Superhero complex is 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 an extension of my family, um, and that's kind of that's kind of I'm a, I'm a family oriented man. I don't need a thousand friends. I just rather be close to the brothers that I have that I share the field with, and I have a few more outside of that. So. Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, I this is about to be my fourth season coming in, and I and I just love playing with all y'all guys because, like I said, man, we we had the best trash talking, but man, when it comes off the field, we're all we're all close. And I love your team. It, it your team reminds me of a no no lie at all when I say this, oh, man. And I it blows my mind and just see how organized every single time y'all are like y'all always got uniforms on y'all always y'all always got people on the team like i sometimes need to know the secret <laughs> <laughs> like if you don't remember uh, my team godspeed we played with four men on a five-man game <laughs> and then it was just like oh my goodness and the yeah. funny thing is, I come in to help them just to play because, I mean, we were getting warmed up for that tournament. And I was like, okay, they should have only, like, maybe two or three games because it's only five minutes. I made sure I was smart, took hateful eight out of that because I knew none of them would be in it because they were <laughs> on the tournament that Saturday. So I go, okay, I'm going to just run with them a little bit, man. Just that one game, I was exhausted. And it was just like, I looked at RJ, I was like, man, where's the rest of your team? <laughs> yeah, we, we've all been there. I, I think uh, I'm blessed to say that I've been put in the right positions. I met Nick through high school, our quarterback. Uh, I cheated mm-hmm. off of him in science class, and then he ended up being the best man in my wedding. 
Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I we we always played picked up pick up flag football games. Um, I was trash, and then he was like, "Man, we should really play in this league out here." I was like, "I don't know, man. You know, I we do it for free. Why am I gonna pay for it?" And it was completely different. It, it really brought us all closer. Uh, I played. We used to play pickup tackle football, and Josh uh, Hulk on our team. I hated him, absolutely hated him because he was so fast and he was strong. And I could never tackle him, so I hated him. I didn't like TJ in high school. We were we were kind of on two different sides. I didn't really know really? Brandon. Yeah, we were we were. I've told TJ before. I was like, I voted to not have TJ on the team. I was like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know Nick. I don't know about him. I don't know if I can trust him. And that's my brother now. I mean, our kids, we, we go to each other's kids' birthday parties. Like, we have me, Nick, Josh, TJ, and Brandon. We're the ones that started it all. And, I mean, we're truly a family. I can call on them for anything. They can call on me for anything. So when you first did that podcast with Savion and you talked about us being a family, like, that was the ultimate compliment for us because that's what we want to build. You got teams out there that they pick up the best players that they possibly can, premier college athletes, ex-NFL athletes and stuff. But for us to be able to stick together, compete against those guys, and to stick together is what, you know, I'm really most proud of. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm in everywhere when I say it. Because, I, I like, believe it or not, me and Savion got real close just from me knowing that he has a podcast. And the funny thing is the first time I meet him, and I looked and I went over to him, I was like, dude, I'm not trying to step on your toes or anything. My podcast is not going to be the same thing as y'all. And he was like, no, man, I love your jokes, blah, blah, blah. He's blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. So we clicked on that part. But, I mean, yeah, man, just a family standpoint. Because when I did professional wrestling for over six years, I heard of flag football. I knew of it because my good friends were that I went to high school with were all playing it. And they all played in the Worlds and all that stuff. And I was just sitting like, man, I want to start doing this. But I'm like, I can't do this and that at the same time. Like, <laughs> And it was just – and, of course, I had to wait until it was my final time. And the doctor looks at me and goes, hey, man, you're not going to make 50 if you keep this up. So I was like, okay, guess I'm hanging it up. Uh, actually, I didn't get to say anything. My wife just yelled at me in the, in the hospital room and just said, you better give this up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, ten concussions is, is a pretty heck of an amount, right there. So, I mean, but the sad thing is when you get trained to something like that, and that's like football or anything. Like we get trained to basically keep going, keep going through the pain, whatever. And I will say, I'm gladly I didn't do that because I could be in a lot worse than I am now. Uh, I'm officially out of the ring for almost three years now. Well, that's even crazier. But my brain has definitely forgave me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so did you play sports in high school? Honestly, uh, I, I only played like pickup games. I played a, a lot of basketball at the courts, but okay. I played like triple A baseball growing up. I played for six years. I played in junior high, and there was an experience that just kind of turned off organized sports for me. It took the fun out of, out of it. So I said, you know what, yeah. I'm just going to text my friends, and we'll play pickup games or whatever it is. So I didn't play any high school ball, anything like that. So all my experience came from flag football and pickup tackle football with Nick. Okay. Yeah. Um, what high school did you go to? Fleming Island High School. Oh, Fleming Island. Oh, okay. That's so. What year did you graduate? Two thousand eleven. Oh, same. Same here. I graduated in Yuli, though. But yeah, two thousand eleven. Yeah, you had Derrick Henry over there. That's another beast. Oh gosh. Right, here we go. <laughs> um, so obviously, and no, I would like to say this story because you know Adam Bruner. He's got two guys from Yuli as well on his team now for Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. He went up to me like, man. I guess y'all didn't just have Derek playing football at this time. Y'all, y'all three some studs. And I was just like, man, I didn't even finish playing football. I didn't want to block. And that was just my honest thing because I used to play receiver all the time. But obviously when he came up, <laughs> everyone knew what platform it was about to be. I love Derek to death. And I'm never sitting here ever would say uh, I'm ragging him, saying, oh, I quit high school. because 
quit football because of him, but no. I just did not like the fact I was going to have to block all the time. That's just my honest fact. You're playing receiver to basically get some yards, probably score, get some nice little touches, not sitting here and block. And even worse, when you're guarding somebody, the guy looks at you and goes, Coach said not to worry about you. They want us to get Derek. Like, didn't worry about any of us. And that's even the sadder part because we had a really good squad. Like, I mean, we had some – we had the speed. Uh, we had a good quarterback that could throw. I mean, we had it all, but we wanted to just hand the ball off every time. And, I mean, it, it was a little bad at times, but, I mean, it, look where it's got him now. So, I'm just glad somebody made it big out of Yuli because <laughs> before him, I guess no one would have known what Yuli was. So, I guess we got to – just say thanks for him on that part. But I remember when I was younger, man, we always would see high schools and stuff. I remember Camden used to draw real big attention where Camden games would come on. The whole town would be at that football game. The whole town would be at a basketball game or something like that. And we were just like, man, we can't even get our shirts sold in Walmart. And it was like, <laughs> like, yeah, they got their own sports store and stuff like this. And I was just like, man, we're going to be like this soon. And now, I mean, so obviously when Derek graduated and we started selling Alabama stuff, we sold you stuff. So I don't know if we went the right way on it. But, I mean, people know who Yuli is now. But I always get that when I wear my Yuli basketball shirt because I was known playing basketball. I wasn't really all into football most of the time. So I just played football basically, you know, like, like anyone. That's where the girls would come, girls would like. Uh and all my friends were playing football, and when basketball season was going on, it was kind of boring because you ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, I just wanted to do it because also I like to go and get an extra class in for weightlifting. That was my big thing. So, <laughs> that was my reason of playing football. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, I mean, it, it's a whole different platform, especially when I came on flag now. It's just like, man, I got exposed so bad even worse i'm not just throwing jives at him but travis and his son we played them last week whatever and and pretty much gave them a nice little awakening in football field but man they beat our rear ends the first time i got on that field in that league because we thought we could go in there and play like we did with football uh-uh yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's a whole different beast and you see a lot of people out there that play semi-pro that play D2, D3, D1 college ball, and they get posted mm-hmm. on the flag field. And they, they call us soft. They think we're weak. But it's it's all a mental game when it comes oh, to flag. Oh, man. I told somebody, man, I damn near almost got a concussion my first game. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was doing non-contact sport. <laughs> but it was like, oh, my goodness. And I remember a lot of people, I just published the one episode with me and Zachary Bird today. Mm-hmm. And guys were messaging me going, man, I didn't know how big flag football really is. And, like, the way y'all were talking about it, man, makes us really inter- intrigued by it. want us to think about doing it. So, I mean, maybe we got some new, new money holders for Ralph coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, if you would have told me I was going to be playing flag football competitively and traveling and stuff, I would have told you you were crazy. But it's it's the most fun. I look forward to it every year. We we all get a yeah we get a Airbnb together and and outside of football we're just chilling and hanging together with brothers and then playing against competition outside of what we see every weekend it's it's super fun mm-hmm. to me actually Malcolm came up to me and told me that there was some people out there on the field that didn't, that didn't like me like you know this guy oh he we hate him and I was like let me guess and I named the two people that were that they were because I'm. I'm over there running my mouth trying to knock them off their game. And they were they hated me. This one guy, he was he was big, like he was a big built muscular dude. And at the time, I'm 265 pounds. I'm clearly overweight. I'm obese. And I scored a I scored an extra point. It wasn't even a big play, like an extra point. And the dude that was covering me, I was like, hit the gym, bro. You need to you need to lift some weights, hit the gym. <laughs> And that took them all the way off their game. He's like, you just tell them to hit the gym. I was like, yeah, bro, hit some weights. You can't guard me. And they were completely done. They started chirping off. 
called me, yeah, it called me fat. That Josh jumped in because that's like that's like my big brother. He's overprotected, so he's hopping. You ain't gonna call my boy fat, and they couldn't do anything the rest of the game. They were mentally done. I do want to know that. So, um, I haven't really got to experience like the traveling standpoint yet, which I'm about to start. I'm really looking forward to that. But talk talk to me and tell me what's the some of the experiences that you've had traveling because. I, I don't know, but I've heard numerous times that Florida is the number one spot. For fours, I would say that Jacksonville, Tampa, Miami, we we collectively kind of kind of run the fours division. But if what to expect, the first time Superhero Complex went out there, we didn't know really what we were doing. We ran a lot of three one. We didn't do any we, – we didn't rush too much. We didn't know what we were doing, and we got smacked in the mouth not only by people that knew what they were doing, but the pace of the game. Like, as soon as that ball hits the ground, play clock is starting, and it is constant get on the field, get off the field. So the first time we went, we weren't prepared, and we, we went over. We lost every game, I believe, and we went home, and we only did the fourth division at that time. And then we went this past – Time. It was probably our third or fourth time going to Battle Orlando. We were the second uh-huh. seed in fives. And uh, CGU, I still have hard feelings for them. Uh, Kirby is now on Superhero Complex, but he, he single-handedly took us out with a pick six, taking us out of the mm-hmm. first round of the playoffs. So I had to put him on squad because I want to fight him otherwise. It's, it's just a whole different experience out there, man. Playing We play people from the Cayman Islands. There was a team out there from Denmark that that whooped up on Godby. Surprisingly, like they were like, "Oh, Denmark! These guys had synchronized stretches. They were doing laps together. It was impressive. They took it serious. We were clowning them until until they beat Godby." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man!" I was like, oh, they're they're kind of serious. Maybe we should kind of tighten up. <laughs> Oh man, there goes the plug. <laughs> we were, I was, I was oh. legit clowning them about the synchronized stretches, and then when they beat Gabby, I was like, "TJ, we need to start stretching." <laughs> <laughs> so, how far have y'all went and traveled out? So, have y'all just went to the ones in Orlando? Yeah, so far we've only gone to Orlando. Um, just based, I mean, we superhero complex right now has. I want to say Nick's got twins, my daughter, then you got Evan, John, we have five like newborns, like a year, a year mm-hmm. and younger. So we couldn't make it out to Texas. We wanted to go to Texas, um, but we've got the roster now and pick up a couple of pieces. So we, we're planning on hitting Texas and uh, Texas next year, Panama City, and maybe one more uh, once everybody's kids are a little bit, a little bit older and we're all more financially ready to go. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just saw the thing about registering for Vegas, and I was just like, that gum. I was hoping it was like, oh, yeah, you're, oh, yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, I haven't been back in Vegas since I got married. So I was like, okay, I, I'd exci- I'll be excited for that one. And then I found out it's in October. I was like, come on. <laughs> like, who's really saving up for that? <laughs> yeah, we, we, I'm still trying to get my team to get the Panama gig going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the last second tournaments, you can get some pretty cheap tickets sometimes. And you got to kind of have your core team that's ready to go and then pick up some pieces and kind of merge. Like, we're, we're trying to merge with Godby. For Panama City to play sevens, we're gonna to try to do fours, fives, and then join Gabby for sevens just for fun, just to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. So we got to be ready to pick up players for travel ball. Yeah, uh, I've, that's one thing I've learned, man. That's what I kind of. That's one reason why I kind of made the team I did for Gabby's tournament because I was just like, we're gonna try this out. Let's see how this goes. Obviously, it didn't go as well at first, but at the very end, everyone started clicking in, and I was like. That's one reason why I was just like, oh, man, that loss sucked so bad because it was like the everyone was on their game. Everyone was ready to go. I could barely walk. <laughs> so even as mad as I was about losing that game, I'm just sitting there like, I don't know how much of that game I could have played because <laughs> I was cramped out bad. I was just like, oh, my goodness. Like, we played five that Saturday and then played five again that Sunday. I was just like, oh, boy. Because, I mean, 
it was like what me and Bynum said at the same time. That's getting us prepared for Panama because that's going to be like no other. Like, we ain't never experienced before. Like, it's just game, 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 game until you're done. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the games are shorter, quicker pace, but they're shorter. I played uh, – Superhero Complex played fours and fives. We split, like, fours in the morning, fives in the evening. And mm-hmm. I could say I didn't cramp up a single time, and we played a lot of ball that weekend. Um, that space in between kind of helps constantly stretching and stuff outside of uh, yeah. the games while we were at the Airbnb, all of that, all of that kind of helped. How far was y'all's Airbnb from the field? Uh, the ours was like 15 minutes. We got a good Air, Airbnb out there. It was pretty close. Okay. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure the Airbnb thing. Like, I, I looked at the hotel thing. I was just like, uh-uh. <laughs> For three days, that's like, uh-uh. <laughs> Discount my rear end. That ain't working for me. Yeah, the the, B- That's still, the B&Bs are, the, are definitely the way to go if you can get people to pay their way. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're almost got all of it figured out. I know we had to get the uniform stuff all gig. And I wanted to think about doing the Hateful Eight gig, but I was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep that for the five-man division for four and four. And then it was like, you know what, for the travel ball team, we we had the team name keeping it tight. And then I started realizing, I was like, this does not sound right at all. So I kind of was just like, you know what, we're going with Wild, wild Boys. Like, at, at least no one can really say anything. Kind of messed up for this one. So, I mean, it was just like, uh, I mean, I kind of like the name, keeping it tight. But then it's like, we do got people in and be like, y'all really want to name yourself that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, re- it was referring to our defense, like, we have a very good tight defense, so, and um, I thought that would be a cool little sling. With and then when they started announcing, it, I was like, "Yeah, let's change it. That don't sound." Yeah, we. And I was seeing like all the other teams. I was just like, "Yeah, we definitely need to change the name." We changed our name. We were originally the Gator Country Warriors, and it was only that because Nick at the time worked for the 93, 90, 90 whatever, ninety nine point nine Gator Country. And he got us oh, really? free. He got us free shirts. So we're like, all right. He was like, Team Gator Country. I was like, nah, man. You gotta put something cool behind it, like Warriors or something. And that was our first season. We ended up making it to the. It was like couch potatoes, like worst of the worst. We made it to the ship mm-hmm. and played against Malcolm. And he was on bread up at the time. And that's kind of when I I first met Malcolm and started clicking up. And he's he's my mentor, man. He he guided me a lot in the game and showed me teach me a lot of things how to rush while he would ref. He'd be telling me on the sidelines, like, you need to rush from the left. You need to come closer here. So mm-hmm. that's the man that I study that I try to try to mold my game from. But Gator Country, we all, after the playoffs, went to Nick's pool. And we were like, we need a new name. Well, what are we going to be? I was like, I know, guys. Let's all be superheroes and get superhero shirts. And then Nick was like, yeah, we'll call ourselves Superhero Complex. And we as a, it started off as a joke, and then it – it kind of became our thing. It was it was appropriate, so we're sticking to it. Hey, I'm jealous of it. I ain't even gonna lie because <laughs> I mean, when I was wrestling, I was considered the Captain America of wrestling. So obviously, when I got when I saw y'all's names, I was like, man, I could have came up so much so much easier because I kept thinking like, what team name do I really want to come up with? And I did the Club Walker League, and we came with the Avengers. And I was just like. We couldn't get anything more original than that. <laughs> and it was just like, we got to be more creative. And then my friend was like, why don't we call ourselves the Hateful Eight? And he did it as a joke. And I was like, you know what? That actually sounds pretty cool. Like, I don't think a lot of people would use that. And he was like, you're really going to use that? I was like, yeah. Like, why not? Like, what, what are we going to have as our colors? I was like, well, I need like a Western book, right? So let's go with orange. And then we just started picking it out after that. But that's how Hateful Eight came in. And it was just like – and the funny thing is we got great rude feedback on the uniforms. And then some of us said we look like a bunch of monster cans. So <laughs> – <laughs> with the skull and everything. So I guess so I was like, you know what? They look nice. <laughs> uh, stick to it. We're some nice looking – Exactly. But I love the superhero complex thing because, I mean, it's so easy and organic. And, I mean, 
And the coolest thing is y'all all have superheroes for for y'all's last names on the on the back of your jersey. Yeah, we have that's even the cooler yeah, part. Yeah, we have superheroes, which were the originals, and then we got together and we were like, Man, let's do let's do some villains and make them alter egos. So then we all kind of did the opposite. So I'm Spider Man and Venom, Josh is Hulk and Abom- Abomination, Nick is Punisher and Jigsaw. And he we, we kind of did the name superhero complex. So we all are kind of sort of cocky. We're so the black jerseys are supposed to be the alternate ego, right? Say again. The black jerseys, those were the, for the villains. Yep, the black jerseys are the villains. The black and gray ones were the original, and then Gabby designed the black and red one that we had. Those are our villain jerseys. So we're we're gonna kind of keep going back and forth. Next next jerseys are gonna be heroes, and then after that, probably villains again. I mean, I mean, why not? That's so easy to do. I I love it. So what what gave you the idea to become Spider Man? Well, actually, my mom gave me the name when I was a kid because I I have I have good reflexes, I guess. So cups would fall from like the cupboard or whatever, and I would just reach out and catch it without looking. So it was kind of like an instinct. So my mom would call me call me her her Spider Man. So I instantly okay. gravitated to it since I was a kid, and he's always been my favorite superhero. So it made it easy for me. I was I, I was trying to figure out. I thought it was Spider Man for like. Obviously, with the web, so obviously your hands are stuck on someone's flag because I, I hear you be light, leading up on stacks every year. So I thought that came in for that one, but that, that's pretty cool. No, it's actually my uh, hands. My hands are I, – I, I like to say I got pretty pretty good hands, but I really don't even play offense like that. It's just a reflex thing. And I haven't been leading the league in sacks. This is my first season leading the league in sacks, but shout-out to Malcolm. He's, I, I study him where he knows it, and he doesn't know it. I'm, I'm watching him. And I watched the way, like some of these rushers, a lot of people, like when Savion and Zach did the rushers podcast, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. speed is important and all this. And I'm like, it's not. Mm-hmm. Speed is cool and it's good to have in transition. But if you watch like Chad Musgrove, he jogs in almost every time. He yeah. barely runs. It's just about breaking down. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I, I had to learn. I had to find my own way into doing it. When I first started, I just started full speed ahead and just try to get somebody because I thought that's all—that's what I was supposed to do is just mm-hmm. go for the quarterback. So I'm thinking, just go down there as fast as I can. Eventually, I'll get his flag or just cause the commotion. But man, I tell you what. But when I got told, I think it was—I think it was around playoff time—and Sydney looked at me and was like, "Hey, go in there the way you are, but..." Kind of go in there with control. Don't just balls mm-hmm. to the wall straight to them. Go in there, get your feet spread out, and then go start working them down. I was like, so basically like basketball drill. Like he's like, if that's what you want me to say, fine, go with it. Do you? Yep. <laughs> so I was like, why not? Okay. And I mean, that's what's helped me since. I mean, because I was known for really good defense in basketball with box drills. That was my number one thing. I always loved doing was just. Uh, uh, defensive slide. So that's really how my way of rushing is now. So <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it translates I, for sure. I mean that's that's really all there is to it. And then being the rusher, you have so much more responsibility than just oh, go yeah. get the quarterback. You have to read the backfield, left, right. You have to communicate with the defense. The 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 rush is a big role, and I didn't know that because I started off when we were mm-hmm. quote the Gator Country Warriors. My two hundred and eighty five pound self was a corner and quickly realized if we wanted to be any good at all, I had to, I had to slide in and I've lost weight. So I'm, I'm better now, but that, that, uh, the Russian, the Russian gig is no joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially if you're running every time you're going to get gassed. Yep. And I tell people all the time, I was like, cause I remember when I first done it, man, I was getting so gassed. I was just, Holy cow, like all I'm doing is rushing. I ain't even playing offense, and I'm more tired than the offense. What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, it was just like, oh my goodness. Especially when you got like, be taking 25 yard drop backs. That's the most annoying thing to me. I don't know how he throws that sidearm. I've always wondered that. that it's like, how he throws that throw? It's, it, and it's just like, I've never seen someone throw like that. 
is is it blows me away some way, and it it works. I mean, it it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a, he's adapting to the rush. So I like when I rush Godwin now, I've got one hand up top, and then the other hand yep. towards his throwing side because he always he always does that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one way of all. And when I watch the taller guys, obviously. Bless the dangum tall guys that do rush them because they got it so much easier. They just put their <laughs> hands up, and obviously they're good at it. But when you're only five foot eight, hopefully I got a quarterback that's maybe a little bit shorter, maybe a little, maybe like six foot. If he's only six foot, I can do it. But if it's like Nick's height, then it's just like, okay, well, I can't jump. So I guess I'm going as high as I can. <laughs> yeah. It's worked sometimes for me, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you just, it's like the moment you play those tall quarterbacks, it's like, um, it's going to be a challenge. But okay, you let's just, do it. You just got to go in with control. And the, the height's definitely a plus, man. But the best thing you can have is a solid set of DBs behind you. Because I, I, oh, yeah. I lead the league in sacks, but that's not because of me. That's because I've got three DBs locking it down behind me, giving me that extra half second to get that flag. So shout out to Josh, CJ, Teddy, Kirby, all of them holding it down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been very fortunate with some good defensive players. I, I, my new team, Godfrey, I, I really like how we've changed in like three weeks, in about four weeks, because when I first hopped on this team, I heard they weren't doing that great. RJ came to me and goes, hey, man. Oh, actually, I messaged him and said, hey, I'm not on a four-man team. Do y'all need any help? And he's like, well, we can use you today as a tryout. And I, and I kind of laughed on it because I was like, okay, so we're going to do a tryout. Okay. And then, obviously, I performed really well that day. And I, and I looked at RJ and said, I appreciate the tree out, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know you got it. I was like, okay. But, I mean, it, it, four men is definitely a different game. Five men is what I first started off coming in. And, obviously, with rushing there, it's easier to be aware of where, where you're going. But four men – you got you got a little bit way more responsibilities than what you're normal to, and I'm finally figuring it out on four man, and it's like okay, yeah. I don't know why I was yeah. so mad about playing fours for the longest time because now I understand it and it, I love playing four man now. It's kind of like uh, kind of like kind of run away from five man sometimes now because it's like oh I like doing, I like playing fours now because I understand it now because when I first played fours man I looked the complete idiot when I first started rushing. When I, when I played one – I walked on a team with somebody just to play with them, and I told them I was a rusher, and, and I literally looked stupid because I was expecting, like, the five-man, four-man. And, obviously, I didn't know it was a four-man game until we started playing. I was like, oh, crap, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of the opposite because we got used to fours, and in fours, now that I'm, I'm, I do both, I see fours has, like, a little bit more responsibility. But in fives, our mm-hmm. first fives game was a Godby tournament, and we played a team from Tampa. I think they're called Flashbang. And they had three people in the backfield, and I was done. I had no idea what to do. I just looked stupid with my hands up. Like, I'm looking at the defense. I'm like, which one do I pick? It was so tough. So, Justin Delicato, mm-hmm. he's a Sitchin boy slash high five slash Modi. He plays with everybody. Uh, he was actually my physical therapist when I had my shoulders repaired both times. So he helped me. I didn't even know he played out on the field. I hadn't even played in the league before getting my shoulders repaired. And he was just talking to me, and I was like, yeah, I play football. Yeah, I'll toast you, whatever, and I would do my little trash talk with him, never mentioning that he's, like, <laughs> the best flag football player on this side of the Mississippi. And I go out to the fields yeah. one day, and I see him. I'm like, yo, that's my physical therapist. But he's – He's scheme wise been a big reason where we're at where we're at now because he talked he talked he was like bro, how do I rush on fives? How do we left right? Like what do we do when there's three in the backfield? And he's painted all of that out. So shout out to him. He's been a big help. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm I just love playing now, and it's it's crazy to believe it's like I got out of doing something. I I left that because I got tired of the travel. My wife got tired of the trap. Now, because I was like, she was happy. She's like, oh, I'm glad you found something. Plus, you're close to home. 
And then when I start seeing everybody starting to travel and stuff, I'm like, oh, boy, I'm about to get in trouble again. Oh, boy. She looked at me. She goes, so um, how many times are you going to be traveling again? I was like, I don't know yet. I was like, I haven't. Uh, that's one reason why I haven't traveled fully yet because I was like, yeah, I'm going to let her ease into it still. Maybe get on the good side first before I go, hey, hon, can I go to Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh. She's like, didn't you wrestle in Dallas like seven or eight times? I was like, probably so, but it's for football this time. She's like, oh, so now it's traveling all the time. I'm like, oh, not, a, not as much. <laughs> not as much, but, I mean, it happens. And she, she was excited about the Vegas one until it found out it was in October. And I was just like, yeah, not happening. Because I was just like, oh, my goodness. That's like not even that far away. And I was like, ugh. But, um, so, on traveling-wise and stuff like that, so, y'all have only been to Orlando and stuff, but have y'all were going to go to the one in Texas? We were going to go to the one in Texas. Uh, Josh actually, like, booked the house and everything. And then one thing led to another. People people started dropping. So, we had to cancel that Texas trip. That wasn't this past one. I think the la- the one before last. Is when we were supposed to the go. Worlds? Yeah, Worlds in Texas. We were supposed to go and just people. I didn't know that many people were going to it because I didn't know if we really were able to fly and stuff yet. And then I see Jamie and Sid and I'm showing a video of them on the, on the plane. I was like, hold up, they're going to Dallas? I was like, okay, I guess we're off lockdown now. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of unknowns with the COVID, so I wasn't, I wasn't risking any kind of travel with that, with my, with my daughter, not knowing – what germs I'd be bringing back to her, so. Yeah, I, I, knowing that I work at a warehouse as it is already, I mean, we we were slammed so bad when lockdown happened. And I was hoping, even though I know everybody's sitting there going, man, you should be thankful about your job, I was hoping we could have got a break for a while because I'm mean, it was 14, 15 hours a day somewhat now. When it came to when that lockdown happened, and I can tell you, I haven't shipped out so much toilet paper in my life. <laughs> and it was just like, and I've never, I've worked at this warehouse for 10 years. I work at the Walmart warehouse, and I've worked there for 10, I'm almost at 10 years now. I've never seen it so bad to where we run out of toilet paper in the warehouse. Like, you have so much unlimited stock. Like, obviously, it's going to be there ready for the next shift. We had to wait for toilet paper to get here. <laughs> like, toilet paper and water were, like, the two main things that everyone was going for. And I was just like, holy moly. And, I mean, obviously, you get the jokes going, like, oh, my goodness. How many people need to learn how to just wipe once or twice? <laughs> it's like, oh, my goodness. I'll never understand but, that. I, I it was funny watching people come out of stores with like eight or nine toilet papers. I look at my wife and I go, "This is why I'm at work as long as I am." <laughs> like it get me mad sometimes. I'm like, "Oh man, I swear if I have another full day like this again, and I'm seeing people have just buggies full of toilet paper." And I'm just and I even I actually made a comment. I didn't say it directly to him. I was like, "Is this really necessary?" And they just looked at me like I was ready to steal their toilet paper or something. <laughs> I was like, what the world? I was like, I guess toilet paper needs to be bought nonstop. But, oh, my. I'm glad that madness is over because, oof, that was rough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So what do you do? Uh, I'm a trainer in a call center. So I've, now that we're in COVID, we do training on Zoom, which was – an adjustment, you know, but it's still kind of the mm-hmm. same stuff. I teach them how to use the systems and whatnot. So thankful that I'm home okay. so I can spend more time with my daughter and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm jealous on that because I have a one-year-old and now she has discovered how to climb stuff, scream, uh-huh. and run. Uh-huh. So now it's just like, okay, I'm just not going to be sitting down at all. <laughs> Like, literally, believe it or not, I have two kids. My son's, my son is eight, but when he was a baby, dude, I could have went asleep on the couch, and I could have know where he's at. 
my daughter, I can't even blink and I wouldn't know where she is right off the get-go because it's just like she cannot sit down. My son was the most easiest baby I have ever dealt with. I remember when I had my son and we'd go to these classes and stuff and I mean people would sit here and vent about how bad and horrible it is having their kid. They can't close their eyes and they're doing something and I'm just sitting there I'm like, man, I could have another one. My son's amazing. Like, I could take a nap two hours later and I can I see him there, which I wouldn't do, but I'm just saying as an example. And it was like, and they would just look at me with the meanest look in the world and then I was just like, okay. And then when I had my daughter, I was like, oh, I'm in for it now. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been blessed. My daughter has been pretty easy. I think uh, my my wife is a stay-at-home mom now, and I'm blessed to have mm-hmm. that too. So I'm I'm excited. I like I like working from home and just having that accessibility. If it weren't for that, with my daughter's sleep schedule, I probably wouldn't see her much during the week, just because she goes yeah. to sleep. Like when I got out of work in the morning, she's taking a nap. Yeah. Um, I know that feeling. I work at five, 4 o'clock in the morning. So, one good thing about working that late, I meant that early, is obviously you still get come home during daylight time. I used to work night shifts for the longest time. So, I'm very thankful for working mornings now because at least even if it's a long day, it's still daylight outside. So, right. it's not like I've wasted a full day. And I feel like more productive, which when I worked in night shift, it was just like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I, like I'm gonna have to sleep half the day away because I gotta get ready for work again. <laughs> I hated night shift so bad. It was just like, oh my lord, I like, I hate sleeping. I when I say that, I mean I just don't like sleeping a day away. Like it's obviously when I wake up and it's like, okay, I'm gonna try to stay up. I don't really like to nap either, but. If I'm just downright exhausted, I'll just probably play a game, and I know I'm probably going to doze off a little bit. My wife probably hit me on my shoulder, and then she's like, wake up. And I'm like, I ain't never slept. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, that's just how I've always been. I've never been been a person just to really sit around. Especially when I first quit wrestling, when when I really got out of wrestling, man, it was the hardest thing I ever done because it was like when I was home, it felt weird. And – I usually wasn't home more than maybe a day or so every other week. So it was just like, this don't feel right. Like, uh, I, why am I on this couch more than a day now? And it's like, uh, like what, what's going on here? <laughs> like, my schedule is really screwed up now. Like, I'm not used to this. My wife even looked at me and she's like, you don't look like you're happy right now. I was like, I just don't understand what's going on. <laughs> I mean, it was just a weird time for me. I am. And my friend Shane talked to me about playing flag, and I was like, you know what, why not? Let's do it. Um, I've got free time now, and that's one reason why I also started this podcast, too, when I was wrestling. I was a mass character, so I couldn't usually say my name towards my wrestling character. So, obviously, it was I had to basically build a whole ideal for that person and then me as another area. So, it was like, you had the AP part, and then you had the Warren Marlowe part. And now, and one thing I loved about doing when I had this idea for the podcast, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to just do what mass wrestlers aren't supposed to do, but I'm not wrestling anymore. So I can't really get put in wrestling jail, what we like to call it some days now. But it was like, you know what? I'm going to just announce, hey, I was Warren Marlowe with AP. There we go. And, I mean, I just have so much more freedom now, especially with, me playing flag, at least now that keeps me a little bit more consistent, makes me keep me going in the gym, keeps me having a motivation to keep going type scenario, which I'm diehard gym rat. I'm basically in there four or five days a week still. Like it's it's just something that I can work out towards now. It's not like I'm just working out to work out and it's like, you know what, I'm working out to become a way better flag football player. Yeah. Which back then that sounds really weird. Like, I'm working out to be a better flag football player. But now, it, I mean, it's its a fact. I mean, you have to get in shape to play in these games because you can't just be in there and not go to the gym and play and think, hey, I'm going I'm to stunt 
And when you go to these tournaments, then it'll be like, you're going to get cramps more than three or four games. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I weighed, I, I said I weighed 285 when I first started playing flag. I had no motivation to go to the gym or anything. I'm thankful I have like a real strong support system because I was like, you know what? I've, I want to get better. So just playing flag alone, I dropped 20 pounds. I was at 265 for a few years. And Josh mm-hmm. was like, we're going to these tournaments. We should start working out. We got to we got to get you right. I was like, yeah, okay. So then, eventually, he started to get me into his gym. And Josh Josh is a Marine, so he he puts me through all the burpees and all them crazy workouts, and he would whoop my tail. Mm-hmm. But I've through flag football with the help of Josh TJ. I've hit up to do field work like twice a week. Um, we haven't we haven't gone in a few weeks, but we're gonna get back at it. I've been. Working out with Josh at five thirty, six in the morning. I hate it, but I'm I'm down, I'm down sixty total pounds, forty pounds since COVID really first hit, and that's really a big thanks to to my support system I have. So I'm trying to keep losing weight so I can continue to be a good rusher. Oh, I know. I mean, it's crazy to believe like how we have to actually be in shape to actually become a rusher. But I mean. It's a big, it's a big part of flag, and and one thing I always like to use the metaphor as I like to call it the quarterback of defense, and that's how I've always saw it. But obviously, there's some people are just like I don't really see it as a quarterback, but I mean, Russia messes up, the defense messes up. So I'd so, I'd agree uh, I'd agree with you to an extent, and the extent is like for the longest I have been running the defense, calling the plays which is terrible as a rusher because, you know, yeah. I'm running to the quarterback. I see nothing behind me. But we haven't had anybody, like, to play safety to really make those calls. So it's been me running the defense most of the time. Oh, really? But yeah, I, I I mean, I don't like it. I've never like, heard of that. I've never heard of a rusher calling the play. It's not supposed to happen. It's because really what I'm doing, I'm playing rock, paper, scissors, and I'm like, okay, the three tight. Maybe I'm going <laughs> to run this. Okay, I think they're gonna go deep. I'm guessing. So we have CJ has joined the squad um, this season. So we've started to pass that responsibility off to him. Um, Kirby is mm-hmm. on the team now. So in fours, Kirby has been running the defense. So it it's at this point, it's kind of weird for me, but it's so much nicer to be able to just listen yeah. and say like, "Hey, this is what I'm seeing," and just listen to the call and follow it because. It's all on you when you're making the calls, and you make the wrong call, and then we end up losing for it. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. I never heard of that. I always thought it was always either the safety or the guy behind the rusher to call the plays. Yeah. Uh, for Godspeed, yeah. if Marcus is on the field, Marcus is going to call the plays. If um, Kareem was on the field, he would call the plays. Those would be the only two play callers on there defense-wise, which I always loved because it was like, all right. And it would be great because when you hear the defensive play, it's either finding out if I'm going to stay or if I'm going. And that's the only thing I ever hear is like, okay, stay or go. Like, am I boxing? If I'm not, I'm going towards the center. I'm going to play close to the center. Obviously, catch him. Nine times out of ten, there's probably going to be a double uh, – the the two QB possession, yeah. which I love yeah. playing that now because at first I used to get so exposed from that play I used to get so irritated when that that play would draw up like it's just like okay if my corner ain't going after that person that's supposed to be on that other end oh man I guess we're playing monkey in the middle I guess <laughs> yeah it's, it's I mean, really there's rough. no other way to say on it yeah it's rough until you it's learn it. how to like left right it or you communicate with the defense so Josh being on the team since the beginning with me he has like been the the guy that I go to. I'm like, all right, what are they doing? And we kind of call things together. But for the most part, it's been like just kind of a guessing game. So I'm I'm really thankful to have CJ and Kirby and Josh to be able to help call the stuff behind, so I can just concentrate on the backfield. Those double passbacks, left, right, and fives, the triple passbacks, all of that gets super complicated. Uh, I do want to know. So when we, so like when we all play in worlds and stuff. So what's the rules on the throwbacks and all that? Is it still kind of like the same kind of like with Ralph? Yeah. Is it uh, it's behind the line in fives. It's unlimited. I want to say. I think so. 
And fours, I think, okay. is just one. You can hand it off as much as you want, but it's uh, it, it's pretty much you're gonna find the rules are almost the same. There's well, now that we've taken our hand down, man down. There's pitches, and when you're rushing in a tournament, you can no longer like, okay, the quarterback got rid of the ball. Let me walk back to the line. Like as soon as the ball's out of his hands, you've got to chop your feet, flip your hips, and turn upfield with the quarterback because he can be the pitch guy. And you've given up a huge play. So that's probably the biggest transition. It's as soon as the ball is thrown, everybody needs to go man and continue to run the entire play. So when you go to these tournaments, you need to have more people than normal on your roster so you can constantly rotate and everybody be on the same page Mm -hmm. because they will burn you out by throwing and pitching. Okay. Uh, I definitely, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I've always, I'm always excited for new competition and stuff. And, uh, man, I think that's it, man. Uh, Jonathan, uh, anything else you want to plug in or anything? Um, no. I'm going to say good luck tomorrow and Sunday. Hopefully we will see each other. Oh, I'm, I'm betting on seeing you guys. And, and I've been looking at that for the last two days. I've been looking at the schedule. And I, I see you guys being wildlife, but we're, uh, we're ready for the competition. But, uh, Thanks for having me on. Anybody that's listening and wants to go follow us on Instagram, you can follow SAC underscore football. Uh, just for fun, we post pictures and videos of us and stuff. But it's all for the brand. It's all for a good time in the flag community because outside we're, we're all family in the flag community. No doubt. Uh, Jonathan, I appreciate you doing this with me today, man. And rest up, buddy. Yes, sir. Thanks I got to play at 8 a.m. So. <laughs> oh, well, we'll be out there just an hour. At, we'll, we'll probably be out there at 8 stretching it. Watching, cheering y'all on. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it, bro. All right. Be safe. All right, brother. Take it easy. All right. All right. I know people go to gyms day in and day out re- trying to find a way to get in shape. They also told by personal trainers to lose weight as they be on the treadmill. You do that for so much and they don't get the results. If you are the person that I am describing... Go check out Vector Fit. I mean, is check out Thomas Hatton. He is a trained personal trainer. He is a nutritionist. He writes down your workout plans. He gets you the result that you are needing. And even better, guys, I know we have that hard word that's the word dieting. And let me tell you, he brings a whole different level to that word. It is not just you not eat cake, you don't eat anything. No, he brings out what you really need for your body. He puts a training program specifically for your body. So check out Vector Fit at Facebook at Vector Fit. You can also check him out on Instagram at Vector Fit. Um, and also, if you need to, if you're not really fond of social media, you can also call him at 904-548-8479. That is 904-548-8479. That is Vector Fit in Yuley, Florida area. Thomas Hatton, y'all. So, if y'all want to change your body, hit him up. Alright, time to get to go home, Q. First and foremost, I'd like to thank the Spider-Man, J.C. Jonathan. I'm sorry, I'm not going to say his last name because I'm not going to say it wrong anymore on this podcast. I've totally felt bad saying his last name wrong. Shame on me on that. But I hope everyone enjoyed that conversation. And I know I do a couple episodes rarely, or man, regularly sometimes where I'm talking about flag football. And I get a lot of feedback like, man, we did not know how serious flag football is. And the way y'all talk about it makes us enjoy it, makes us passionate. It's fun. I'm telling y'all, man, it's it's an adrenaline for me now. I love it. I enjoy it. I look forward to it every Saturday. Every, I think it's every other month season starts going. You have two weeks off just to get prepared and then you go and do it again. I mean, it's a blast. Jacksonville, Florida is definitely a hot spot. In flag football, especially for the four-man front, um, I mean, it, it's it's definitely been a new passion and new just love in general. But I hope everybody enjoyed that conversation with Jonathan today because that was really fun. I mean, it was really cool. I've gotten really close with all those guys from Superhero Complex. I love that team in general because it's just the family the brotherhood they have it it reminds me of the brothers i 
I called sharing a ring with for six years, training with these guys, bumping, putting our bodies on the line, just entertaining crowds. I mean, it's it was like no feeling like no other. And when you see Superhero Complex, man, this team is always stacked. When I mean stacked, I mean always at the games, always got a number of guys on the team that's playing, always dressed to play the game. What I mean by that is they're wearing uniforms. They look professional coming out and playing. Sometimes I really wonder how they do it sometimes because it gets to be a struggle, especially playing with grown-ups sometimes. But I hope I didn't bore y'all today. I hope y'all enjoyed that great episode. I know that is episode 27, and we are up and running. I hope everyone enjoyed that live video I did yesterday night with my friend, my good friend Abe Gingry. If y'all didn't, go check it out on the Real Buzzing with Marlo's page on Facebook. I mean, we did a Facebook Live last night. It was so much fun. I'm doing that now every week. I'm doing one live episode a week with friends from high school. Kind of like do like a high school reunion type thing. Or just anyone in particular. If anyone's interested, hit me up on that on the Real Buzzing with Marlo page. And we will set it up and enjoy and have a great chat. So, Let's end it off like we always do. I hope everyone washes their hands. Stay safe. Stay clean. Do what you got to do. Protect your own. Do what you got. And I will be back when we have more down the road. Later.